0: So often, a lot of us think that if there's a gap, that that means there's something wrong with us, but it's nothing to do with right or wrong. It's just the essence of our soul is for further expansion and growth. So we always have to be tapping into that and leveling up to create more in our lives. Otherwise, we get stuck, whether that's in business and or sales or what we offer to people.
1: Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just wanna sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon to be podcast BFF. and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. I always say I love when I bring people on the show that I absolutely know who they are, what they do, and their soul. And today I have Stacey Van Thune on the show, who is absolutely one of my favorite humans. Stacy, tell the audience who you are and what you do.
0: Aw, right back at you. Welcome. I'm Stacey Van Thun. Ultimately, I'm a transformational coach really believing in empowering individuals to lead lives with extraordinary success and fulfillment. My journey spans over a couple of decades in corporate leadership, where I hone my skills on and change management and people leadership. But the real pivot for me began about now five, eight years ago, when I left that world to start my own consulting practice and really driven with the passion of helping people to uncover, unlock and unleash more of that potential that lies within themselves to experience more pleasure and productivity. So truthfully, Jillian, at the heart of my work is the conviction that true confidence and success really starts from within. And whether it's in the boardrooms or to the bedroom, the key lies in aligning our identity with our goals and our desires. So that's a little bit about me. I love it.
1: And I always say, like, I don't bring anybody onto the show that I don't like massively edify. And when I think about someone who just like embodies confidence in like limiting beliefs in subconscious reprogramming and all of that. It is like absolutely you. So like, let's talk about this, like confidence that you exude. Like, is that something that you've always had or did you have to learn this practice as
0: well? Was there paradigm shifts for you? Great question. You know, I believe that confidence is learned. And so there's elements of confidence that lied within myself that was always there. And, you know, I was very blessed to have parents that supported me, encouraged me to do things. But over the years and through experiences when maybe we fell down or we had a dream that somebody said, that's not for you. I think that I did start to mask a little bit of that confidence in areas that, you know, maybe people didn't know me. Is doing. So sport was a big part for me in gaining confidence and being a leader on sports teams or, you know, I taught aerobics, all different things for the body. I stood up and, and was a leader and in, and the same within business as an executive leadership. But the reality of it is when I even pivoted to go from corporate to entrepreneurship, I mean, there was a gap in confidence And, you know, why I'm so passionate about identity and confidence is that our identity sets the boundaries of what we'll achieve in life. And so if we aren't consistently becoming more aware of our identity, that we are actually the ones that are limiting our own potential. And so for me, yes, I think I had great people around me that supported me on it, but two, There was always the gap, but now I just realized like tune into your passion and do more of it and that taking action will build the confidence.
1: Yeah, I think that that's so true. And obviously this is like, you know, a sales and business podcast and you have obviously been in the sales and business space for so long. And, you know, I think that there is a huge part of like, you know, people not making sales or people not even finishing through with like what they've started because there is actually like a lack in confidence or a lack of even like that self-belief. Like, do you agree with that?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I believe when people aren't following their passions, it does come to an element of self worth. Mm-hmm. And you know, I look back in my own journey, and there was a time where you know I, I share that I I had a messy breakup in my in my relationship and in my marriage, and I look back into there and why didn't I just stand in my truth? It was ultimately that I lacked confidence in stating what I was worth. And yet at that time, if somebody would have said to me, you know, you don't, maybe you could love yourself more or you could identify as slightly as a stronger woman or have this confidence. I would have told them like, you're full of shit. Like, no, look at me. I'm rocking it. I'm a single mom. I'm doing well in my profession. Like, how do you say that? But the reality of it is if my identity sets my results, I didn't lack confidence for that, but I didn't want that result. I wanted something more. So there was this gap. And I think that, So often a lot of us think that if there's a gap, that that means there's something wrong with us, but it's nothing to do with right or wrong. It's just the essence of our soul is for further expansion and growth. So we always have to be tapping into that and leveling up to create more in our lives. Mm -hmm. Otherwise we get stuck and whether that's in business and or sales or what we offer to people.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know that you talk a lot about like paradigm shifts and like reprogramming the mind and limiting beliefs and all of that. So like I know that is also not like one-time work. And I think that, you know, we've had a lot of mindset coaches that have come on here and it's like, oh, just say the affirmations, just take the cold plunge, just do the cold shower. But like, this is also like everyday work. I mean, let's talk about that.
0: Yeah, it's, and it's a never ending journey. Like there's no end point. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what we think is like, once I get to my goal, what the clouds will part, the sun will shine down on me. All of a sudden it's sunshine and rainbows and I'm riding Pegasus around, like, like, no, it is a practice and it's a constant evolution. And wherever you are to where you want to go is called work. But it's like, I like to reframe the word work because when you're doing something that's aligned with who you are, it's actually inspiring. It's motivating. So it's not like a like bring my shovel and actually having really hard to dig because I'm inspired. It's pulling me forward to it. So, you know, leveling up. And shifting paradigms is critical to lead a life that is continuously being fulfilled and that pleasure and productivity. And I honestly believe that that's what holds people back, is that we had this dream at one time, we've achieved it, and we've kind of been under the illusion that once we got there, then everything would be okay. And you get there and you're like, really? Is this as good as it gets? Yeah. Well, only if you believe that. So I really do take a lot of time working with my clients in understanding that it's more than changing your behaviors.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so many folk people just focus on changing the behaviors and behaviors will get a change in your results. But if you're looking for lasting change and something that you can transfer from one element to a next element of life, then you got to know what's behind the behaviors. And that's the paradigms and the self-image that are in, in your subconscious mind.
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's a lot of the work that you do is very similar to the work that I do. It's like, it's timeless work that takes time and you don't just do it one time, right? Like I tell people all the time, like you don't learn sales in a day, you don't learn sales in a book, you don't learn sales in a six week course. Like it is work that takes time over and over and over that really takes mastery. And I think it's exactly like what you're saying too. It's like, it's evolving thing because there's always going to be a next level to it, right? people ask me this all the time. They're like, how do you teach the same fundamentals to someone who's making no money in their business to the fundamentals that someone's making seven figures? I'm like, because there's always going to be a new level that you have to unlock in sales. Right. Just like there's a new level that you're saying you have to unlock with mindset and paradigms and limiting beliefs and all
0: of those things. It's so true. And you know, when we talked about confidence, how do you gain confidence in increasing your awareness of you and the universal laws and how things come to be? Because it's like you wanting to jump out of a a plane and maybe go, whatever, it's jumping, right? If you don't know a lot about the company you're with and or the quality of the parachute and those types of things, you're not as secure in jumping out of that plane. But the more you research into the type of parachute, the company, you get the training, the more your confidence in it increases for you to take that step. And the same goes with getting to know yourself. Like the more you increase your awareness and understanding of you, and how we're tapped into this infinite source, then you can truly build that confidence to take that next step. And whether that's leveling up as a salesperson, offering in a different way. You know, I think a lot of us are just afraid and we we say it consciously that we don't care what other people think, but we do, you know, we're afraid of being judged or viewed. And when you get to that level in knowing yourself so well, then that other perception of what people think Really, kind of minimizes and has impact on you. So you can act in full alignment of what is ever your truth and then really be that much more effective in sales or whatever is your element of genius.
1: Mm-hmm. I know that you talk a lot about like from the boardroom to the bedroom. And I love that you talk about that because I think that, like, we talk about this all the time like how you do one thing is how you do everything. So let's talk about that because I think that is such an important thing that people don't talk about. Like it's not just like you show up here and you're one person, but it's like you do it all.
0: Yeah, I love talking about this and especially to women around um I see a lot of us being super confident in our careers, but then our relationships suffer from it. Or potentially we're really secure in our role as a mother, but then we re- when we go to step out and maybe into business, we lack it. And you nailed it with how we do one thing is how we do it all. And you know, our subconscious mind has these beliefs that are either programmed through constant space repetition and or emotional impacts. And why I talk about the bedroom piece is, I think a lot of us carry the shame and guilt around what pleasure means. And my mission is to reframe the word pleasure so that people see it as an opportunity to gain more fulfillment on that physical, emotional and spiritual level. And how you do that, again, is by knowing you. And when you love all of you, you show up at your highest self, whether that's in an intimate relationship with somebody and or leading a team. So really understanding that the more you're in tune with you, the more productivity you will experience in every element of your life.
1: Yeah, I love that. Why do you think that so many women are like confident, like, on their social media, or they're confident in the boardroom, or they're confident in their three-piece suit. But then when it comes to the bedroom, they're like a totally different person.
0: All right. love well, this is how I've been to this. <laughs> I believe honestly why this is, and this yeah. will get gritty here, is because Growing up, at least, okay, so I'm 48. So I believe a lot of us over the ages of 40 were never really brought up in homes. And again, there's always exceptions to this where people freely talked about sexual orientation and your body parts and how how important it is for you to get to know yourself. And so I believe, at least in my experience, what happened to me is that you know, the first time that I'm going to experience pleasure on a physical level, which uh, orgasm, let's say, mm-hmm. I was almost thought that that had to be with another person. So everybody remembers back to their first time that they had sex, that's an emotional impact. Yep. And for many of us women, right away, like, we defined how well we did in the bedroom by whether or not our partner was satisfied. And let's be honest, a lot of times those men and those you know, however old you were, didn't know how to really touch a woman and how yeah. that was they didn't different. know what they're doing. Let's just be honest. They didn't know what they were doing. And yet that defined us. Yeah. And so it doesn't when I, as they get older, sometimes they still don't know what they're doing. Well and and why? Because women aren't telling them. You're not telling them what to do. Right. Like, I I have more girlfriends that we sit around and talk about how we please a man than ever, like, heaven forbid, talk about the fact that, like, I pleased myself and what I like to do or a toy or, or my hand or whatever it is. Right. And so I think that because of this kind of stigma, this shame and guilt that we have, that it's playing out subconsciously and it's stopping us from really owning our truth when it comes into the bedroom and saying, I like it like this. You know, so I look at this and let's give you an example. I have a 15 and 12 year old daughter and a book that really made a difference to me was this book called Pussy. It's by Regina Thomas Howard. And I was very cognizant in raising two girls that I never shamed them if I saw themselves pleasuring themselves or touching themselves. But once I read this book, I realized I also never told them they should. That as women, we have an organ on us strictly dedicated to pleasure, like 5,000 nerve endings, get to know it, top left quadrant. And my kids, when I brought this up, they're just like, mom, you're crazy kind of thing. And the fact that they were embarrassed to kind of talk through this showed me that a lot of things haven't changed from when I was a child. And the reason I share this with my children in like understanding their own bodies is because I want them, when they make a decision to engage in intimacy with a partner, that they'll have a voice in the bedroom, that they won't just be like, yeah, touch me anyway, that they'll know how to do that. And I think it's so important. If you're a mother of a son, probably you don't think it's very weird that there's Kleenex beside their bed as a teenager or these socks. You'll always hear women talking about their sons and touching themselves, but never their daughters. Why? Why? And that's important for us because we don't realize that that is actually causing us shame and guilt later on in our lives to not have a voice in the bedroom. And so for me, I'm very passionate about people getting comfortable with all parts of their body so that they know how to please themselves and aren't relying on something outside of us to bring us that wholeness.
1: Yeah, it's so good. I literally just took a little screen recording of that while you were doing it, because like, I think it's so important that we have this conversation. I mean, I'm a mother of a daughter, right? She's 21. And I think it's important to have these conversations because, again, I think it's just it's important to have it. So I love that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I could talk to you all day long about limiting beliefs, reprogramming the subconscious. But one thing that I do know that you do so well is you go deep on these things in your Facebook group, you go deep on these things, which I know you're gonna have a podcast coming out soon, and then on your Instagram. So where can people find you? And how do people work with you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, find me on Instagram at Stacey Van Thun. Honestly, my website right now is raiseyourresults.ca. I'm excited. We're doing a brand launch and really talking more about how to increase the productivity and pleasure you receive in life. And I think that, again, a lot of us are looking for the answer outside and it's within. And so if you're looking to experience more in your life, you want to improve your health or your career, or maybe you've just like found that yourself is plateaued. Or you've done the hard and you've left a job that didn't make you happy or you've left your relationship, but you keep attracting similar stuff, like realize what we put out is what we get back. So, you know, reach out for a call. I work with people one-to-one as well as in group settings, but always available for a chat.
1: I love it. You guys know, I don't bring on anybody under the show. that I don't like massively edify like people who I'm like, literally throw your credit card at them because they are absolutely incredible at what they do. And Stacy is absolutely one of those. So Stacy, thank you one for being on the show. Like you're absolutely incredible at what you do. You are a great, like human, a great friend of mine. I could literally talk to you for hours on so many of these topics. So I can't wait for you to have your own podcast so that we can dive into these topics even deeper. So thank you for being on the
0: show today, my friend. It's my pleasure. Thank you, and you'll be my first guest, and we could continue talking about from the bedroom to the boardroom.
1: I cannot wait. Thank you so much. And much love. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts, or take a screenshot and share it on social media, and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.